substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. The title of this series is Courageous Faith. Courageous Faith. I have a question for all of you first off, though. Are there any people in the house today? Yes. Are there any people of faith in the house today? Yes. Come on, talk back to me now. Yes. Well, now I'm talking about people who have the ability to look beyond their present circumstances and believe what God wants to do for them in their lives. Are there any people like that in the house today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm talking about people who can believe for that which the devil and anybody else says is impossible in their life. Are there any people like that in the house today? Well, I'm talking about people who have faith in God and refuse to accept anything that the devil says about anything and everything. Are there any people like that in here today? Well, come on, shout me down now. Glory be to God. Well, if there are people like that in here, then you need to get ready because God has a faith project for you. Yeah, he's got a faith project for everybody under the sound of my voice on today. But it's going to require something for you, from you. It's going to require unwavering determination on your part in order to see that faith project that God has for you to come to pass. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, we just read that scripture, Hebrews chapter 11, and that is a great chapter on faith. In fact, it's one of the best love chapters in the Bible. Hallelujah. Now, we already read that. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the word substance can be defined as the essential part. The essential part. Now, just follow me here for a moment. If you are a baker, uh, more than likely you have a secret recipe that makes your cakes a little better than everybody else's cakes. Are there any bakers in the house today? Well, and whatever that secret ingredient is, uh, it's essential for you for putting it out, for, for you putting out a cake that is better than anybody else's cake. And I'm telling you, we got some folk in here that can put out some cakes that are better than anybody else's cakes. Well, but faith is the essential part of things hoped for. And oh, by the way, I apologize. I'm up here talking about cake at this point in time, and we're yet in our fast until 5 o'clock p.m. this afternoon. So y'all pray for me real good, will you now? Hallelujah. So faith is the essential part of things that are hoped for. Faith is the essential part of everything that I hope for. There you go. Amen. Hallelujah. There are many, quote, unquote, people of faith who have not yet learned how to live by faith and to walk by faith. It kind of seemed strange when, I, when the Lord impressed that upon me, and I thought about that, and I said, People of faith? Well, that really is a misnomer. You mean there are people, quote unquote, who profess to live by faith and walk by faith, but who in effect are just perpetrating? Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, we used to call that shamming. Right. You know, you were shamming. Right. 
you know, but there are perpetrators when it comes to the faith walk and living by faith. But it takes courage to live by faith and to walk by faith, people of God. Once again, let me say this for you, then faith is the essential part of things that are hoped for. Now, you say, well, what are those things hoped for? Well, things hoped for are those things which you desire to take place in your life. You know how we used to say it before we accepted the Lord and now we, we, we caught the revelation. I'm just a hoping and I'm just a praying about things. You know, there are so many people that are just a hoping and a wishing. They're wishing and a hoping, but they're really not standing in faith and trusting God and believing God when it comes to our faith walk with the Lord. And all of us have things that we want and we desire to take place in our lives. Amen whether it pertains to life and godliness, whether it's something that's spiritual, physical, mental, or social, or financial. All of us want things to happen in our lives so that God gets the glory. Amen, people of God? Amen. Well, hope is the goal setter, G-O-A-L. Hope is the goal setter. Write that down. And the things that we hope for are our goals in life. Yeah. But it takes courage people of God, to set goals that appear to be unattainable to everybody else around you. You can go along with the crowd. You can fit in with the norm and, and the quote-unquote ideal of all of your friends and relatives and co-workers and people in your neighborhood. You can be one of those kind of people who just settle for average where good is the best that they're ever going to do. But it really takes courage as a saint of God. Yeah, so it does take courage to set goals that appear to be unattainable to everybody else around you. Now, our hope, H-O-P-E, hope. Hope is like a thermostat on your wall that governs the temperature of the heat or the air conditioning in your room. And so whatever you set that temperature to is your set goal. That goal, that number of degrees, whether it be heat or whether it be cooling, that now you desire that room to be set at that temperature for your convenience and for your comfort. So that hope, 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 hope is a thermostat for your life. And if you have not yet dialed up that thermostat of hope in your life, then you need to get ready and begin to dial up that thermostat for you in your life because God has a faith project again for you. Hallelujah. And whatever you set that temperature at, that is your set goal. And are you hoping that the room temperature will reach the temperature that you set once you go over and turn that thermostat? I mean, things have gotten so, so sophisticated now. I can pick up my phone right now and be halfway around the world and set my temperature to my thermostat in my house for heating or cooling. I can be away from home and look and see and say, well, the temperature in the house is this or that or the other things. Things have gotten so sophisticated. But it's really very simple for us. Amen. To be able to set goals according to what God has already promised to us in his word and things that he desires for us to do. You set your temperature when it comes to the things of God in your life by applying hope. 
There are things hoped for, but hope alone won't produce anything for you in your life. There's something else besides hope. So what is that something else? The other thing besides hope is faith. Faith is the essential part of things hoped for. Now let me say that again so that you can write that down. Faith is the essential part of things hoped for. So what is the basis for the things that you hope for? Well, let me give you an answer to that because this is an open book test. The things that you have seen based on what you have read and seen in the word of God should be those things that you as a child of God are hoping for, standing in faith for, and believing God for. Now I'm going to get some audience participation right now. How many of you want to be billionaires? Amen. Everybody shouted me down real good. Hallelujah. That means nobody's asleep out there. Well, have you ever seen in the word of God where that is, is possible for you to be a billionaire? Or are you just wishful thinking that someday you're going to be a billionaire? Or are you being presumptuous that someday you will be a billionaire for the glory of God? Well, whatever your answer is, things that you hope for have to be based on the word of God. They are the things that you have seen in God's word. They are the things that God has already spoken into your spirit about. And anything that you have ever seen in the word of God, you have a right to hope for. Everybody say, I have a right, have a right. To, everything to everything that God has promised to me God in, his in his word. So then anything that you have seen in the word of God gives you the right to take that as something that you hope for, people of God. But if it is to ever become a reality, faith has to be the essential Anything that you have seen in the word of God gives you the right to take that as something that you hoped for. But if it is to ever become a reality, faith is the essential part. So that means you have got to go to the word of God to form your desires, people of God. That's why it's so important for Bible study and spending time in the Word of God. That's why it's so important to have time in meditation. That's why it's so important to be around other people of faith and other people of God of like precious faith who will lift you up to another level, take you into another dimension as far as your faith goes. But let me say this. I want everything that God wants for me. I'm going to say it again. I want everything that God wants for me. Do you want what God wants for you, people of God? Well, it's going to take courageous faith for you to be able to stand until you see it come to pass. Glory be to God. And I just know and I feel it in my spirit because the thermostat has been set. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This is that set time for you right now. 
Hallelujah. Things are coming to pass that you have been standing for, believing God for, praying about, walking by faith for, sowing seed into the kingdom of God for. Hallelujah. This is your time. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And if you can see it in the word of God, where God wants you to be free, spirit, soul, and body, then you have every right to hope for that, people of God. Hallelujah. If you want to be healed in your body, you have every right to take God at his word and know that Jesus was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. He was chastised. Help me out, Sister Kimmy. Hallelujah. He was chastised for your peace. And by the stripes that he bore, you, hallelujah, are already healed. Come on, everybody shout. It's already done. Hallelujah. So you have every right, and I have every right, to mix my faith with what I am hoping for and watch it become a reality in my life. Just like somebody was just trying to help me preach that word. You have a right to help me preach that word. You have a right to tap in to everything that God has already provided for you. Hallelujah. Through the redemption, hallelujah, that he paid the price for on the cross of Calvary for you. But it takes courageous faith to believe what God says you can have. Hallelujah. We made that declaration. We said, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. It takes people who are bold of faith, people who are willing to step up and say, this is mine because God said it. That settles it. And if it's settled with God, it's settled in my spirit. And I believe God. Oh, hallelujah. I am talking about courageous faith on today. So when you read God's word, the Bible, and things begin to jump out at you. How many of you, have you pick up the word of God and things will jump out at you? Something that you quite have not seen it that way before. It looks like it now becomes italicized. And it looks like you've put on a set of those 3D glasses. And it just kind of comes at you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Has anybody gotten one of those virtual reality things? You know, did anybody get one of those for Christmas? Where you put on that virtual, virtual reality, you put on those glasses, and you just see the reactions of people that have them on, and they're ho, ho, and they're going through all of that. Yeah. Hallelujah. So when we read the word of God and things jump out at you, that's the Holy Ghost. That is the Holy Spirit that's painting an image on the canvas of your heart and in your mind of how God wants you to live. Mm. And that's got to be a pretty big canvas for us people who walk by faith. Yeah, you can help me preach it today. Hallelujah. So that's what this book, that's what the Bible is for. It's for us. Amen. Hallelujah to get an image on the canvas of our hearts and in our minds of how God wants us to live, not just when you get to the other side, but in this side. He wants a hundredfold for you in this life. That's why it's so important for you to be able to spend time in the Word of God every day. Meditate therein day and night. 
It's what God tells us to do. We'll find that in the book of Psalms, chapter 1 and verse 2. Now we can say that now, we can say this about Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Faith is the essential part of creating a blessed and godly life based on God's word. Amen. The essential part of that. You remember when people would always say, and you would tell somebody something, uh, uh, you know, or you were around, around adults when you were younger and all of that, and whatever they told you, and if they were a little skeptical about that, you know, they would always say, well, the proof is in the pudding. Yes. Hallelujah. Faith is the essential part. Yes. It is the proof yes. of everything that you can't see and everything that you hope for but one day and is coming to a reality in your life. Faith is the essential part of God's vision for your life to become a reality. How many of you can see that? Faith is the essential part. It is that essential ingredient for God's vision, God's plan, God's purpose, that which he prepared for you from the foundation of the world for it to become a reality in your life. Now, if you will and if you can do that, uh, let's look at, uh, let's go down here from verse 1. Let's drop down to verse 6. Verse 6, media, if you can get that for me. Same chapter, Hebrews 1, verse 6. And I want you to look at the first three words here. Hallelujah. Verse, yes. 11 in Hebrews 11, verse 6. Yes. Hallelujah. But without faith. Those are the three, the first three words there. Now we know that without faith it is impossible to please God. But without faith it is necessary to please God by faith. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And again, it is impossible to please God without faith. By faith is meant a living, active faith, a faith that knows and follows God, that communes and fellowships with God. It does not matter what a person does. Without faith, he cannot please God. It is utterly impossible to please God without faith. Another paraphrase version says, without faith, it is, possible, it is impossible to please him at all. Mm. So without faith, it is impossible for God's plan and vision for your life to become a reality. And it will take courageous faith for you to believe that God rewards those who diligently. And that word diligently that we're looking at right here, it means to seek out God, to diligently seek to find him and to follow after him. God does not reward the sleepy-eyed, complacent non-thinker. God does not reward the half-interested, worldly-minded, pleasure-seeker. God rewards those who diligently seek him out and seek to find him. God rewards those 
who diligently seek to know and follow after him. And that means not only on Sundays, but it means on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Seeking and following after God is something that we must do seven days a week. No matter where we are and no matter what we're doing, we should be following after him as he leads and guides us into all truth. Mm. You can't live and enjoy the kind of life that God wants you to live without seeking to know and follow him. But it's going to take courageous faith to do that, people of God. And I'm talking about bold, doesn't matter what it looks like kind of faith. So are you willing and committed to doing that? Are you willing to turn the things promised into the things possessed? I'm going to say it again. Are you willing to turn the things promised and to those things possessed. Are you bold enough to put your full trust and confidence in the word of God? And stand up and be courageous in your faith and say, whether I see it presently, understand it intellectually, or experience it immediately, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt what God says he'll do, he will do, most assuredly. Now, going forward, from this moment on, the goal of your faith is to turn the things promised into the things possessed. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.